Welcome to Vitality Mindset Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely thank you for spending time with me. Thank you for joining me. So when you hear the word healthy, what kind of vibe do you get? Do you get a negative vibe or a positive vibe? You know, what's your impression? Um, How does the you know, how does the word healthy strike you? Uh, Then think, how does the word vitality strike you? Well, unfortunately, too many people see healthy as restrictive. And I don't know that we think enough about vitality. So in today's episode, we're going to explore uh, our mental messages, the messages that we um, tell ourselves and um, regarding our, our habits. So remember, this is all about relationships. Our bodies are merely our relationship vehicles, and we want to uh, have these vehicles thrive. Now, this is information you're going to want. The messages that we repeat over and over to ourselves really, really, really matter. Now, these repetitive messages actually form stronger neuronal pathways within our brains that become automatic. So you think of all these, uh, this little highway through your brain and the road, if, if there's something new you're doing, it might be a really, you know, it's thin road, skinny road, but the more you do that, the more it becomes wider and wider and stronger and stronger. So the more we tell ourselves something, you know, regardless of whether it's true, uh, regardless whether it's false, it becomes the basis of our actions because it becomes so automatic. Uh, That's what's known as the Hebbian Law. It says what neurons that fire together, wire together. So things that uh, happen repeatedly, get done more easily. So that negative vibe or that positive vibe when you hear healthy uh, can become an an unconscious a thought or decision. You can hear if, if you're thinking, you know, healthy is um, something that's just going to make you miss out on life, then you're going to always see everything healthy as bad. So today, I hope to inspire you to th- to think deeply and uh, to help you create clarity about you know what you want, where you want to be in your life, and how you want to feel um, throughout your life, no matter how long it is. Now, seriously, have you noticed how the term healthy is negative for so many people? I mean, if you say something's healthy, then they get this like pained look on their face as if it's going to be restrictive or like it might be some kind of coming torture. Because people assume often that if it's healthy, then it's not going to be pleasant. We want to change that. But they act like, um, you know, they're going to miss something. And, And it's quite the opposite. You know, there's even often health shaming that, uh, is part of the defense mechanism of people who, who don't want to, um, change any habits. That's kind of a a whole whole topic that I think would be fun to explore. But this is why uh, mindset is so important. I mean, you have to evaluate your own mindset when it comes to what you want and what you think vitality is, where health falls into that. And um, that's why I really think it's more important to think in terms of vitality rather than healthy. Now, Merriam-Webster defines vitality as a healthy or energetic quality uh, or the ability of something to continue to live successfully, to possess physical and mental vigor. I love that. 
I love that word vigor. That is wonderful. Vitality uh, is a very individual thing, though, and you can pursue it even if you're you know, maybe in poor health. I mean, you can choose vitality at all different levels of health. And um, and I think it's vitality that really impacts your relationships uh, much more than, you know, whether or not you're healthy. I mean, it's so much your your attitude uh, that matters. So let's talk let's talk briefly about lifespan. Now, the average lifespan in the United States is about 79 years. This has been increasing steadily for over 100 years. It's actually starting to decline a little bit now. Now, it's, but it's really not lifespan that most people are interested in. You know, although we want to live a long life, we, we really want to live a long, active, meaningful life. Uh, you know, we want to experience relevance at every age, every stage. We, we each decide, desire joy and rich relationships. Now, as I said, these bodies are merely our relationship vehicles, and they're not going to last forever. Nevertheless, we want to do what we can to maintain these relationship vehicles. We want to keep our brains functioning optimally, our physical bodies in top running condition, because we want to run and play. We want to live a life of purpose. We want to spend time with the people that... Um, you know, God's put in our pathway, you know, because we all, we each have a God-given purpose and these bodies, you know, are the vehicles for uh, the relationships that are involved in that purpose. So, so consequently, lifespan is the number of years that you're technically alive, but it's not the moral of the story. Uh, Your health span is a much more relevant number, and that's a number that you can directly influence because, the, of the top 10 causes of death, I think nine are very clearly um, inflammatory. Uh, I've, I've talked about that on other podcasts. That's not really the the point of today. But uh, you can, you know, you can find charts on what the average health spans uh, are of your particular country. So as I mentioned, the average lifespan in the United States is about 79 years. However, um, the average health span is currently only between 63 and 69 years, uh, depending on who you read. So, th- so that's a big gap. Uh, 63 to 60, 63 to 79 is a huge gap. The health span describes your number of good years. That's the years that you feel energetic, resilient, productive. You're not held back on anything you want to do. This is the time that you're unhampered or slowed down by chronic illness. So, you know, it means that you could spend 10 to 16 years of your adult life feeling less than good. You could be spending time feeling tired, low energy, sluggish, you know, possibly regretting decisions you've made. I mean, that's the time that people have lots of doctor visits and lots of potentially unpleasant um medical procedures, lots of pills with side effects. I mean, this is all stressful in and of itself. And I've talked about, you know, what stress does to your health span. Now, the gap between lifespan and health span can be considered the disease span. That's kind of a new term coming out in the literature. So health span plus disease span equals lifespan. So I'm podcasting from the United States, and we are number one in health span. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We're number one in pharmaceutical spending. Oh, that's a little bit different, isn't it? Uh, We're actually number 31 in lifespan. And sadly, we are number 36 in health span. 
Now, there's that pesky word, health. So, you know, like it or not, uh, for many people, it's a negative word. And uh, it's often a negative word for the people who need it the most. So I propose that we look at a health span from a different angle. I think we need to talk about our vitality span. I mean, vitality is a much more positive word, and it involves an intentional mindset. So, you know, regardless of your health status, you can have a vitality mindset. I mean, you might have an injury. You might have an inherited physical challenge. Uh, you might have a mental challenge. You might have a leukemia diagnosis like I do. I talked about that in episode five, but that doesn't change the ability to have a vitality mindset. You know, when you focus on your mindset, you're going to naturally move toward more health producing behaviors. So let's back up and look at lifespan and health span quickly. So why are health span and lifespan so far apart? Now, in my 36 years of uh, clinical dental practice, uh, I've had what I call my front row seat to life. And I've seen all kinds of people with all kinds of health trajectories. I've seen all kinds of, of mental attitudes, people wiring and firing good things and, you know, uh, I should say firing and wiring good things and f- and firing and wiring, you know, poor, uh, poor mindsets. Uh, nobody is staying the same. We're all on, you know, a trajectory and it's either getting better or getting worse. We're really probably not just, you know, level. So it's mindset that really makes the difference. People have to choose a mindset of vitality uh, because if you don't choose a mindset of vitality, you're probably going to be normal and choose a mindset of, you know, feeling like a victim or feeling like whatever happens to you is something you can't change. This is why vitality span is the thing you need to think about because we're in charge of that. You're the boss of your vitality span and it doesn't matter how old you are or how how young you are. You can start um, your trajectory moving in a better direction. Nobody can tell you what vitality looks like in your own life. For some people, uh, it might just be uh, being able to get it up from one chair and move to the next chair. If that's what it is, that's their business. But you have to spend a little time thinking about what you really want to do and what you really want to keep doing because things you do today really affect that. So let me tell you about another front row seat story. Uh, this all reminded me of a wonderful patient that um, I had named Don. Now, Don was um, came to me early in my dental practice, and he was a chemist. And in his own words, he had blown himself up early in his career. So consequently, uh, he was blind in one eye, and he had a hook arm. But that did not steal his vitality. He was brimming with vitality. He was brimming with excitement for life. And he remained active and uh, for, for his entire lifespan. And he took good care of what he actually had control over. He was an excellent bowler. His handwriting was gorgeous with his hook. He volunteered at his church. He was an, and he was an accomplished chemist. Even that didn't he his accident happened when he was in college uh, making firecrackers. Um, 
we used to joke that that was before his brain developed uh, when he was still in college. And um, but that still he still pursued a career as a chemist. Uh, You know, everybody has a vitality span and it takes choice and intention. It's not so much of what happens to you, uh, but it's, you know, how you handle what happens. So it was just interesting to observe different vitality spans in my uh, patient family. And I saw people get older, but not not everybody really um, acted older. And, and they taught me so much. It was just um, just a blast. Now, here's another front row story that I thought of just a few minutes ago. There was a patient named Charles, and he was 70 when he came to me. He had just retired, and he had uh, had a career, I think it was in the oil business, where he traveled all over the world. And uh, he finally settled in Oklahoma City to be near his grandchildren. So at that age, at 70, he was still as busy as ever. He was meeting friends at the gym three times a week and then going out for coffee and conversation afterwards. He was active in Rotary Club, active in his church. You know, he and his wife had a really darling wife, um, had been married 50 years. And he was also volunteering at a food pantry several times a week. Now, I remember when he was around 75 years old, um, I got a call from his wife uh, to pray for him because he'd had an accident. He had accidentally backed off, like stepped off of the loading dock and had broken both of his knees. I mean, doesn't that just give you the willies when you hear that somebody broke both of their knees? I mean, that's at age 75. Now, that would have made the average person, the normal person, as we say, you know, give up and sit in their chair. They would have been finished at the food pantry. They would have been finished with life, probably, but not Charles. I mean, he worked so hard at his rehabilitation. Um, he got back to all of his activities, uh, including working at the food pantry. He just didn't want to be on the dock. Um, he had an equally cool wife. And uh, one day I asked ask him what some of their secrets were for their mental and physical vitality. And I'll never forget uh, what he told me. Uh, he said, Uh, We both have a reason to get up and get dressed every single morning. We each have, we have friends together. We have, you know, our own friends. We each have projects that we are doing together and on our own. But then we reconnect each evening at 5 o'clock p.m. for four ounces of red wine. And we talk about our day's activities with each other. I mean, that just made such a big impact on me because at at the point he told me this, he was probably 85, uh, maybe even pushing 90. And, um... I just thought that was so impressive. I mean, he 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 had vitality, and it was uh, his a decision he made every day. So, so here's the kicker: you want to spend time thinking about and choosing what you want to be able to do uh, in your life. You know, you have to choose what vitality looks like to you. I mean, you really have to ponder this. You know, what do you want to be able to do? I mean, one thing I want to be able to do is put my 35-pound carry-on into the overhead bin to travel. And that's all I want to take with me. I want to be able to um, to see things without a lot of baggage. Um, so, you know, you have to think about how important it is to you is it to you to have a sharp memory? How is it important to you? Is it to you to have excess energy to run and play? You know, how much medicine are you willing to take? You know, what what level of immune health do you desire? I mean, everything is not in our power or in our control, 
but we want to think about what we can do and seriously ponder that. Uh, I think with a vitality mindset, you can get rid of the I need to's or I should's, and those can become I want to. And when, when it's I want to, then it's not a burden. Then it's not restrictive. Your vitality will increase naturally, and you won't feel like you're missing out on anything. But remember, this is not normal. We talk about normal a lot on Vitality Mindset Made Simple. Uh, you know, being intentional uh, though, can make a lot of people in your life uh, take notice, and it can make a, a few people nervous. I sort of mentioned health shaming earlier, and and it's real. A lot of a lot of my uh, wellness coaching clients have talked to me about it, and um, you need to be ready for it. I mean, some people will be really encouraging and curious if you start to make positive lifestyle changes. Other people will feel threatened. They're going to feel critical, and they might even shame you. I mean, this has happened to me lots of times. For example, I was recently at a, a wedding shower, and you know, standing in line to go through and and get get a treat. Well, I mean, there was this huge table. It was covered in gorgeous delicacies, four cakes, all different, but all coordinated. You know, there was a ton of ch- food to choose from: cheese and crackers and fruit and meats. I mean, it was just, it was incredible. And I, I sincerely commented to the hostess on how uh, delicious and beautiful everything looked uh, because it was quite am- amazing to me. And uh, she sort of looked at me funny and said, well, there's nothing in there that you're going to eat because you're healthy. And I mean, that it was just, that's exactly how it came out. It was so strange because I never would ever say anything about what I would eat or wouldn't eat. I just feel like that's my business and nobody else's. But you know, you if you when you start making a few little changes, people notice. Uh, it, it wasn't that I I'm against um, sugar. I just don't eat. You know, eight cookies like I used to. I would probably just I just would now get one, and because because I have my vitality mindset and I know what I want to be able to do, how I want to feel. And, um, that doesn't get me where I want to be, but it doesn't offend me. I mean, I actually, you know, sort of feel empathy when people say something like that, because I realize that they don't have an intentional vitality mindset, uh, because it's not normal. You know, the key to a long vitality span actually requires resisting normal, Consider what normal is in our world. Normal is dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated. You know, normal is overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. Normal people don't make intentional choices. Uh, they generally don't have clarity of purpose. I mean, that is the truth, and that is that is sad, a sad truth, actually. But we can live optimal lives. For each person, that requires an individual choice and a time to ponder. So in closing, I want to tell you about a hospice nurse uh, that has a lot to teach us about having a clarity of purpose. Uh, Bronnie Ware was uh, set by the bedsides of dying people and 
heard the conversations from people who were at the very end of their life. She experienced conversations that were life-changing. I mean, they were personal and they were enormously insightful. She says that dying people have clarity. Uh, You know, we live in this world of constant distraction, so it's hard to slow down and think about what really matters. But on their deathbeds, Bronnie's patients uh, weren't distracted by the stressors of life. Uh, They weren't distracted by competition to achieve or by their to-do list. I mean, they had perfect clarity and they knew what mattered most. So so, uh, this hospice nurse, Bronnie, compiled a list of five basic things that she generally heard from dying people. And I think they're really important for us to hear as we are on this quest to uh, develop and to nurture a vitality mindset. The first thing she heard uh, people say was that they wished they had lived a life true to themselves and not the life that other people expected of them. Um, number two, they 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 wish they hadn't worked so hard. And, you know, it's great to work hard, but it's not great to make that your whole life. Life is about relationships. Love God, love people. Uh, the third thing she heard was um, that they wish they'd had the courage to express their feelings. And, of course, here we talk about we're relationship beings. And uh, you need to have you know close friends to express. Ex- Express your feelings. And that takes intentionality, too. Uh, Number four, they wish they had stayed in touch with their friends. And then number five, they wish they had allowed themselves to be happier. So think about what vitality means to you so that you, too, can live without regret. Nurture your vitality span with simple strategies. I'm going to keep helping you with these strategies. Just keep listening to Vitality Mindset Made Simple and because we're going to take the stress out of being healthy. Together, we're going to do that. I thank you for subscribing and sharing. Because of you, we are now in 224 cities and 23 countries and... uh, we're, we're growing steadily. And, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessings until next time. Bye-bye.